So I mentioned to you offline that um, I only have limited battery life, 71%. Mm-hmm. I also have not used this recording setup. <laughs> so, so I think it should work. I'm... This is really to... foreign to me. So I, I think you know because you're as I think you're as uh specific with your setups as I am. Mm-hmm. Um normally I have a clamshell laptop that I have two monitors open to. Mm-hmm. And obviously I don't have the battery life issue that I currently have where I have seventy one percent left. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep my bartender over. See the seventy already, so I just I just feel like time is ticking. Mm-hmm. And so I have my, usually I just have never used my microphone and headphones like this. I'm worried the whole thing's going to be bad. So that's my life right now. Are you sure it's recording? My audio is recording. <laughs> okay. Well, my audio is recording. So it looks like your well, audio is recording on my end. So it shouldn't be a problem. We'll have, we'll have both parts one way or the um, other. So dealing with this new recording setup is, on, it just makes me uncomfortable. You know, I, I guess we should probably like stop and check it, but you know, we'll just yellow with it. All right, we're just gonna hope hope it goes for hope for the best. Two, I have another issue. <laughs> it seems like in the last week, half of my Skype contacts have been. I guess since whenever our last recording was, mm-hmm. half of the people I know on Skype have been hacked. Wow, um, I've never been hacked. I don't even know what that means. I'm just gonna send you my. I'm gonna send you a photo, and you can tell me what you think this means. Are you messaging me a photo? I'm I'm messaging you a photo right now. I'm using the. Oh, I sent it. I sent a photo of the wrong part of the, my contact list, so that's not going to be very useful. I want you to take a look at this, and as you receive the message, the second message. Okay, the first one is not. Real. The first one's garbage. First one's garbage. So Lilia sent. Oh, oh, so so sexy. Uh, a lot of links from Baidu, which I'm not familiar with, but same link a lot of times yeah this doesn't look legit no and these are i mean i don't have a whole lot of skype contacts i mean you know these people are people who i know fairly well they're probably mm-hmm. a handful of my only like 20 skype contacts so i feel like there's a major skype hack of some sort yeah i don't have that problem but also you're my only skype contact that's how I you think. know something's successful and i don't even know if i have you saved in a contact i think you're just my only recent call you're one of my favorites now I know I added you as a favorite because I the only way I know how to contact people is from having them on my favorites list and clicking on them, and so that's all I have. Good job, Microsoft, I guess is so, the moral of the story. Um, we haven't recorded in a while. No, and a lot has happened. Oh my goodness, so much. So we didn't do show notes properly. And we've, kind of yeah, in a rush. Say, we've got a lot to go through and we don't have any outline. No, I'm not sure. I presume you have a, a deadline here. I don't know. You you asked what my window was, and so we no did no. Early. I'm pretty I'm pretty open. Oh, okay, um, good. I've got I've got brackets to fill out, but uh. Ooh, are you ready for the? So we I actually was thinking about this earlier today when we decided to record last night or whatever, that we didn't properly place the podcast into a window to where we could optimize for cube entries. Right. Because so by the time this comes out, I think people it'll either be too late. It'll be too or, late. Yeah. So could you explain the Cube Classic to everybody? Because this is honestly, I'm not bullshitting because obviously we have a podcast. This is one of my favorite parts of the year. And so I, I think Dylan and Mike are both in, I believe. Yeah, Dylan and Mike have both entered and paid. Okay, good. So um, could you explain the Cube Classic? Because it is legitimately one of my favorite parts of the year. Um, yeah, the Cube Classic is a, um, a March Madness office pool of sorts um, that was started in the early 1990s, I think, by uh, my father, Michael Becker, and his uh, best friend, uh, Donald Kukla. And it is actually the cube, the name cube is a, um, I used the correct word earlier this week, 
amalgamation, I think, of I think um, word. two the first two letters of um, Donald Kukla's last name K U and Michael Becker's last name B E, and so it's spelled K U B E cube. Um, and this organization used to be some kind of like grown men's fraternity, I think. Where, fly like, by it was night just, operation. Right, where like they would like plan like lake trips and like do like do things together, um, like fun like poker nights or whatever. But man um, things. Yeah, man stuff. But one of the things that they started was called the Cube Classic, which was this office pool for March Madness, uh copyright trademark, NCAA, CBS Sports. Um where they, yeah, they just invited their friends and associates into this pool. Um, and in my childhood, the way that I would participate in this is that I would enter the, I would enter it. Obviously, I'd fill out a bracket. And then once I turned like 12 or 13 or so, I started, this was before the internet. So people would fill out brackets by hand and they would give them to people. And then we had software that would keep score of things. Um, But I would hand enter in hundreds of brackets uh, with my friend Dan. So people would hand us the brackets and we would... Is Dan Dan Kukla's son? Don Kukla's son, Don Kukla. Oh, yeah. I always forget that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the two of us and we would enter these brackets in by hand. And it took a long time, but it was kind of fun seeing all these picks. And I never really won much money. Um, Eventually, uh, Dan, the son of Don, now lives out in California. Um, so he's not really on site. And as I live in St. Louis with the, the point rest man. of this contingent, I've kind of taken it over and I've modernized the website. I mean, a little bit. Um, it's The website itself is fine. The software we use is as bad as it ever was. Um, and I've expanded payment options and I've started inviting my friends to participate in this office pool, which has grown from like, I think like 100 people when I started participating in any way to... Um, I think we might hit 500 people, 500 entries this year. Um, the, so, what's the most we've ever had? I guess you've well, ever had. Well, there. I say that we've never hit 500, but I looked and that is not true. Before we switched to only accepting digital payments, I think we, that year we had like 560 entries or something. Um, but we took a big drop once people were not allowed to pay cash anymore. Um, and we switched to only PayPal last year and this year we're doing PayPal and Venmo and I didn't know this, but Venmo is a PayPal owned company. I think I didn't know that, but I, so not you mentioned it. I remember that, but I didn't think of that when we talked about it the other day. So really we just have three different versions of PayPal because we're taking like the newer PayPal.me system, which sometimes doesn't charge fees. Um, and then we're also using the PayPal legacy system and Venmo. And I don't know why PayPal has two, what seem to me to be competing systems in PayPal.me and Venmo, but they do. It's the same way that Grubhub and uh, what's the other one that's really popular, the food service, Grubhub and then um, something Seamless. Go. Seamless. Oh, they're, all, they're the same company. It's like the same app. If you download anyway. both of them, you get the same updates on the same day. It's really weird. I mean, I think PayPal bought Venmo at some point. I'm sure they did. Venmo was an in-house project. Venmo is a decent service. I think you and I both have the same issue with it. Is it doesn't make sense to us that there's a big social fee that's front and center because there's nothing about me paying anybody money that I want to be a social interaction. Right. It's kind of like that's weird. And I'm a pretty like social person too. I just to me it's weird. So Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's the Cube Classic, and I. 
We have like a 600 person MailChimp contact list that I'm incessantly sending daily emails out to because you've really got to get on people's ass if you want them to participate in your tournament. It's um, weird and- now too, especially because they have like the early games on Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So like it feels to me like it starts way earlier, but the cube and I think most brackets do it where you, they don't really count. You kind of pick those two teams as like a group. Is that yeah. I think that's how the cube does it, and that's how most I think of the major brackets do it. But it still it feels wrong, right? Because otherwise you'd only have one day to pick. Yeah, the the play in games are kind of. I don't think great. they've helped the tournament at all. I don't think they've like benefited anything. No, I think maybe they make more money, but not like a lot more money. I don't know. No, I don't know. I guess I don't understand the gate ticket prices and stuff. Right, but, I think it's a TV a TV thing also, like what it cost Era to run commercials against it, all that stuff. Um, so this consumes a large part of my week this week, and then into the weekend, I will be trying to reconcile the entries against the payment logs and seeing who didn't pay. The and first that, week, the rough week for the cube? Um, the first week is the, like, the, after the first week, things are pretty well resolved, Um so it'll. I was be trying fine. to think. I need to look. I think this is probably close to my fifth year in the cube. Probably. Yeah. I was I trying think to think you, of. I think you've been in it for a while. So I think, in a way that we couldn't describe in this podcast, yours and my friendship is relatively not uncomfortable, but like it's like a weird friendship because we weren't really close in college. I think we mentioned that like one of the episodes. Like right. we just we knew each other, but then after college, we became much better friends. I think. Mm-hmm. And so I think the cube is one. Of, you know, one of the things you're like, oh, I do this thing with my, you know, like I feel like very entrenched in the cube. And in the the Becker family, even though I don't, you know, I think, you know, I'm not involved at all, but I think I'm friends with your dad on Facebook for some reason. Yeah, and, that could be. Um, I met your sister uh, a couple times at Valpo. Yeah. And uh, I feel very entrenched in the success of the cube because it is, like I said, one of my favorite. I never do well at all either. I don't think I've ever come in the top 200 places in the cube as long as I've entered. Um, but I definitely think it's a fun time of the year. So unfortunately, year. we did not plan the podcast well enough to get podcast listeners into the cube but next year next year will be the year for the cube casters yeah and so i've done some slight well we're getting really into this and you have reserved battery life um but i've done some things to it should be automatically updating via ftp this year um so that like not just the um results but the standing should be automatically updated as the game goes live as, as the games are over um so we'll see how that all works out I don't want to concern you. I'm already at 57%. I don't okay. I don't know. This this is a four and a half year old laptop. It's not. <laughs> I was going to say, I've got mine. Mine has moved from 93 to 88%. I've only lost 5% of battery life and I'm running on an external monitor. I'll, I've got two monitors going. I have an external monitor going as well, which I think oh. is probably the biggest issue I have going with my with my um, All right. setup. So let's, let's get into actual bands. bands. So do we just break it to everybody? I guess... Um, a lot has happened. I think I honestly, it's been there's been a whole lot of other life circumstances for both of us that have kind of mm-hmm. interrupted us. And so I think summarizing the last couple of weeks probably is rough. I guess let's give a summary of where we're at right now. Um, we have, and this is what I think we should. Well, we'll see how the we'll see how the podcast goes. Um, we have Cameron uh, two weeks ago, maybe sometime last week. Um, received all of our bands so they I think got it was in, about seven it actually i think it was last tuesday so it was just a week ago just a week ago so last week all of our um first order of tone bands uh made it in made it through customs and are safely at uh Banga's residence i have not counted them i guess uh, actually the company the chinese the manufacturer had asked me you know did you do an inventory check is everything looking good i haven't really touched the <laughs> box a whole lot i've been very busy 
I can guarantee there are bands in it, and there are a lot of bands. Um, they are separated, I guess, for people who are interested in the whole process. They are separated into, I believe, four. There are four large bags. There are all the, so the colors are all combined, but they are in four or forty-two millimeter bands and small, medium. 42 millimeter bands in medium large and then the same for 38 small medium medium large and then we talked about it, i think last episode or episode before there's a handful of scattered loose bands which are the the blue bands that we did and um so there are four very large bags that seem to contain about approximately the correct number of bands i haven't counted them uh if you want to count them for us based on the picture we posted yeah we did on post instagram on instagram recently. we could we should have not told everybody said, we could have done like the remember like Elementary school libraries, they'd have like the marbles like the in the jar. jar. Yep. How many bands are in the box? Um, I So I, I've only looked at three of them. I did some photos, which we'll talk about in a minute. They look fantastic. They they actually look to be of higher quality. In the three, I spot checked over the... I took three out to do photos. Those three look fantastic as of as much quality, if not higher quality than the samples we got. So I'm very excited. Actually, they look, they look great. And um, our fans seem excited as well. We got 13 likes on Instagram. Um, our guy, uh, Jose, I think is our, is our Spanish friend. Jose, Jose lives in, I think Barcelona. He yeah. is my favorite person. He's like, at, he like emailed us and asked if we were alive and made sure we were okay. Um, yeah, we we're excited. We're very close. It was a little bit delayed. We talked about last episode, Chinese New Year. Um, a whole bunch of other stuffs come up, and we are so close right now. So we've got the box. Do you want to talk about the packaging and what that, what's going on with that? I guess what's not there's one part of it that I think is a surprise. Let's leave it out. But yeah, so I'll give the, the general overview. So we ordered um, for packaging, um, and we'll talk about some of this more next time because some of it's a bit of a surprise. Um, but there were uh, probably five different components that we ordered for packaging. Um, we're keeping it pretty bare bones in terms of how we ship these things, but um, we wanted to have nice looking envelopes, not just like the standard envelopes you get to store. So we ordered some custom envelopes, I believe from the papermill.com. Let me see if that's a real website. Um, the papermillstore.com is where we got our envelopes from. And we got some nice kind of smaller envelopes they look really good. Um, the other part of the packaging, um, each card, each um, band shipment will come um, with a Tone Bands card that has a little note from us. And we will write on each card um, what, what your order, order number. number is, what your mm -hmm. order number is. And then on the back, mark, they're like little check boxes for what colors you ordered, um, what size uh watch band you ordered 38 or 42 and then what length you ordered small or um, large so there's a little bit of a hand a hand um hand assembled element to each order i'm not gonna um, lie though you'd sent me so i'm gonna we'll get to it next you'd sent me a test sample the uh -huh. number one is gonna stay on my refrigerator for a long time that was really cool to get oh yeah so i so i put these all together um and i put them in an envelope all three of them because um, that's the largest order we anticipate sending. I guess some people might end up with a four-band order. Um, they might have to get two We didn't envelopes. think about that, but that could happen. Yeah, four or more. But, I mean, I would say three bands to an envelope maximum. You can get um, – and especially because of what I, what we're going to end up having to do, this makes sense. Um, so I sent it in the mail. Um, well, first I ordered all these things um, from – four different vendors, I guess. And there are two parts that we're going to talk about later that are a bit of a surprise. And um, I 
put the two postage stamps on it. Um, I found out that a single uh, forever stamp will cover up to a one ounce uh, envelope. And so I got, I've got a scale that I use to weigh my coffee beans every morning. Um, and I put everything on the coffee scale and um, I actually was wondering where you got that measurement scale when you're sending me the photos. I was like, man, John's taking this super seriously, like super seriously. Nope. I've got a coffee scale. I use it every day. About, it was like uh, high school chemistry scale. It was very good. Cause I got to go down, I get have like between 25 to 30 grams of coffee and how much coffee you have depends on how much water you put in. So you got to know. Um, but anyways, uh, the three bands, Everything together was just over two ounces, um, and I don't. I did the math, and two postage stamps was definitely enough to cover it. So I just put two stamps on there. It went a little bit over, probably what it cost, and I double checked Cameron's address. I put it in the mail, and we hoped for the best. And I got it. He got it. Um, but we, we might uh, want to put like a picture in the show notes. I um, did take that photo and send it to you, so we should throw that in the show notes. That's actually good. So it didn't go quite what we wanted it, how we wanted it to work, right? I guess that would be. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Um, it, uh, it arrived to Cameron, but it looked like it had been eaten by a dog. Yes. <laughs> I guess the easiest way to describe it is to anyone who's watching. Um, listening. Or listening, I guess. Yeah, sorry. Anyone who's listening, it's an envelope. It, it's a regular, I guess, mailing envelope. Everything was fine. The it's a little small, fine. smaller than a regular mailing envelope. But yeah, it's just yeah. an envelope. It's the good. issue was, and I think, you know, without being scientific, you can look at this photo and quickly understand the the bands have a metal pin on them. The pin is about, you know, halfway. We, we kept them, you kept them, all three of them together latched as they come normally from the factory in China. They're, they're latched like you'd wear them, but they're not connected to a watch, basically. Um, the metal pin kind of punctured them right in the middle of the envelope, like three or four, I guess I'm counting now. There's more like 10 punctures. It didn't seem that many when I looked at it originally, but there are many, and I think that's exactly what it is. I mean, that's exactly what it is. There's just these, the, the envelope gets tossed or something and the metal pins, even though they're round and very smooth, puncture the envelope. What I think happens, um, is that this is my hypothesis. I have no idea how the mail system works, but that these things get like scanned and fed through like two wheels that like force yes, pressure. Yes, I actually on both think that's sides. a really good, yeah. Or they get placed in the mail carrier's bag mm-hmm. and a similar kind of thing happens where, you know, it's being pressed against a lot of other things. Right. I think they like get scanned through like an, something and then that like probably reads the address. I would imagine that more of our postal service is automated than you might think than I like, I don't understand how the post office works. I had a obviously. very bad postal experience today. So I don't, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but anyway, so there are tons of holes in this package. It's almost surprising. It made it here. Yeah. We, we've kind of come to a conclusion that we feel fortunate that I got it in the shape I did. And it very well could have been, I never would have gotten it or it would have come with like in a bag that said, oh, we're sorry, we ruined your letter. Your package was destroyed. Yeah, yeah. your package was destroyed. So um, I'm going to count them while I'm on the phone with you just for the sake of uh, science. Was there Were there any holes on the backside or was... No, it was I all on that one side where the pins were. Okay, that makes sense. There is, I you know, I realized this after, I'm going to send you this screenshot. After I took them out of there, okay, so I, I didn't want to admit this to you, but since I can now say it with confidence, this is science, I, I was so excited I took them out and I didn't pay attention to what side the pin, I actually didn't scientifically pay attention that the pins were actually on that side of the envelope. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just opened it and yoinked them out for, you know, because I don't know. I should have, I, I realized after I sent you this that this is what had to have happened, but I couldn't mm-hmm. guarantee to you that the pins were on that side of the envelope. 
at which yeah. point it would have been some sort of weird, crazy thing. But uh, in zooming in on one of the photos, which I'm sending you right now, mm-hmm. I want you to describe this photo to make sure that... All right, scrolling back down. Oh, yeah, there's the pin there. Here's the pin through one of the punctures. So if this is actually like forensic evidence of exactly what happened here because there is a hole through which if you look through the hole, you see a black pin staring right at you like, haha, motherfucker, I got you. I got Gosh, you. That is a real high quality zoom in. You're right. Like, Thank goodness, iPhone cameras. Yeah, but you can look at that photo and just see exactly what happens. I mean, that's mm-hmm. literally exactly the situation that happened. We can see the pin and so... Um, in counting these here, just looking at the envelope, there's at least one, that one is not a full puncture, but I would count it to three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight minimum with at least one, if not two considerable half wounds. And so we're at eight to 10 punctures for a three band order. And that is not acceptable to us. No, so we've taken a lot, like too much time to make sure that the packaging of this, like that you are that this looks like something you'd be proud to have when you get it. And this does does not fall anywhere near those standards. No, this is, I, I would agree with you that we've probably been, uh, our, our, our standards have been higher than they should be for the scale of the project we're doing. And boy, does this not match. And so we're trying again. And so that's one of the reasons we've been a little bit delayed is because when did I get that? Was it Saturday, Friday or Saturday or something like that you sent it to me? Or I yeah. received it? Um, and I put your other one in the mail yesterday, so that should be arriving to you tomorrow. But um, we both so agreed anyways, on first on sight of the photo. is like, no, there's no way we can send this. So we are scrapping that. Um, out of curiosity, did you play around with the bands at all? Did the bands themselves seem fine? The ones that you sent me? Yeah. Yeah, they seemed perfect and fine. There was no issues with the bands Okay. Um, in any respect. You sent me the worst colors. But I, I did send you the worst colors because I didn't know for sure if I was going to get them back. So I I don't have a 38 watch anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. But um, for those who are interested, John sent me the, I think we mentioned in like episode four or five, the poo brown color. The poo, it's so bad. The green color, which is the worst. And yellow, which is actually one of my favorite colors. So I'll take that. Yeah, the yellow color. one's really good. But the green one is surprisingly bad. I don't think any of us... Like even foresaw you know, that it would be as bad as it was. I think you know the funny thing is is that I um I was at the I was at the <laughs> this is that old I saw I was at the Best Buy <laughs> this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh with my my mother buying a new laptop for reasons I'm sure you know why. Um, and so she needed a new laptop, so we were looking at it buying a new laptop for her because hers was ruined. And uh, I while we were there, uh, she has my hand me down apple watch my last apple watch which i guess i don't think you've ever met my mother i have all. never met any other banga besides my well i guess you haven't met my brother you just have seen his realty right organization I've seen his work um so my mother um whereas i'm kind of not a like i'm a bigger like a stockier guy i guess i don't know how you describe it uh my mom is about five foot one five foot two and about eight, 90 pounds. Like, she's the, the smallest woman you could ever imagine. And, uh, and she has but, a 42-millimeter watch? <laughs> so my mom always gets my... So whenever I get new Apple products, I basically ask her if she wants them because usually the resale product their value is, like, good. But, like, it makes mom happier. So usually it's stuff like my iPad, you know? Like, I get a new iPad or something, you know? I have my old original iPad. It's, you know, I'm on, like, fourth-gen iPad. She's excited to have the original iPad, you know? Like, that's how it's always been, you know? Mm-hmm. Whatever. So she has my MacBook Air, which is like literally like a, I don't know, 2011 or 2012 MacBook Air. You know, it still works fine for her, but. Yeah, my 2011 MacBook Air is still a great 
computer. I don't use it anymore, but like I have it and I like it. I actually, before her MacBook Air was ruined, I used it about two weeks prior. Mm-hmm. And I was unbelievably impressed at how good it felt. Like I was Gosh, like, oh, the bezel good. around that is enormous. Oh, the, the bezel's horrible, but the computer itself I was using, I was like, holy shit, this is fantastic. Like absolutely fantastic for a, a computer. The main thing you know, that I'm noticing now um, is how small the trackpads are compared. So I have the new 13-inch MacBook Pro and the trackpad is luxuriously large. Like it is it is great. I never have a false press. I think Mark Orman is full of shit when he makes fun of these trackpads. These are incredible. I think I've never really had a problem with my trackpad. Um, and the, my MacBook Air has such a small trackpad, my 11-inch MacBook Air. I don't see the... I don't. Maybe I haven't used one enough to, like, I don't see the benefit of it, but... Um, I, I don't know why. It doesn't really bother me, but I, it just, like, very so noticeable. You just notice it? Right. So, uh, go, so going back to my mother, she gets all my hand-me-downs, and when I, I got a new Apple Watch, I said, do you want this? And so she was interested. So my mom, my mom's wrist is literally like the smallest wrist you've ever seen. And she used my 42 Apple watch. I actually found, uh, on Amazon, speaking of third party band manufacturers, I found she, her favorite style was the Milanese loop band, but mm-hmm. you don't understand with the 42. <laughs> it's too long. It's it, it literally, you could like wrap it around normally and then wrap it back around the band watch face. Like it wasn't possible. And so I found someone who made like a custom, super small 42 Milanese loop band. Okay. And she loved it. That's and actually awesome. she'd used one of our one of our early samples and that okay. was fine for her too. The support style was fine. She'd used the smallest she used the smallest pin, but it was fine. Um but now she's she's gonna be getting a new Apple Watch as well, so she's we might downgrade her to the thirty eight. I think that'd be a better decision for her. So Um So anyway, I sent you another yes. watch. So orders thir- through. So I've now sent it in a um Six inch by nine inch padded envelope. Um, that's something we need, still need to order, but we'll talk about a case of those, which I think we can get for like thirty bucks. Yeah, they're um, relatively cheap for the padded envelopes. Did it? So I guess to but clarify, but I only shipped you one because I, I think that didn't should be have fine. three more I wanted to get rid of, and I figured like this is going to be fine. Um, and so you took I, the regular on the envelope we had issue with, which we like. It's like a very highly stylized envelope. Did you you sealed and placed that inside the pot padded envelope? Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So it's the same thing you had before, except only one watch like a bubble band. mailer, yeah. And it's the there's no I didn't put any address or any markings on the front of the envelope. Um, so we have some opportunity there. We don't know what to do with yet, but yeah, you tell me how it look. I mean, the envelope looks nice blank, but if we could get like the logo on the front, that would yeah. be. I guess that would be the most I would want to do. I want to leave it pretty minimalistic now that we have the opportunity to do so. But it, it, so that'll come tomorrow, or at worst Friday probably. Uh, it's, it'll be there tomorrow. I bet I dropped it off at a post office. So it's not like it got picked up at my house at four o'clock yesterday. Cool. It's like, it was at a post office at like three, I think is when the pickup time was. So hopefully that'll arrive tomorrow, um, in the padded envelope. Um, and if yeah, that we'll works. See. I think that's our, that's our go-to. That's our go-to. And so now we have the logistical concern that, <laughs> We could have thought this through better. Cameron has all of the bands. And John has all the, the shipping supplies. Is in Indiana, and I have all of the shipping supplies, and I am in St. Louis. I um, think we would have thought about that, given all the communication we've had. Right. So um, one of us will probably ship all of our things to the other person, and we'll go from there. Because it doesn't make any sense to like try to divide things up and have shipped two no. packages, half of our stuff to one person. 
and keep it because who knows how these are gonna these orders are gonna come through. Yeah, I know it's gonna be whatever. We'll figure that out. Um, so outside of that, outside, so the shipping's good. I'm at thirty five percent now, so I'm I'm starting okay. to think that there may be time we to start rushing this. Um, shipping. So that's the physical aspect of it. Um, and then just recently this week, uh, we made some real headway on our website. Um, I believe last weekend you set up a Shopify account. Yes, I've set that up and I have our products created. I actually could do, the only thing I was going to do is uh, set up the inventory on them and then do a test of them. Uh, I have inventory numbers, obviously, so I can do the I was going to say, you should, you should, you should um, base your inventory after, you'd like, you should actually count the bands and yeah, do the inventory do that. off That's that a good idea. rather than do it off of what we ordered just to make sure that, I like, trust Dora. I trust her with my life. Well... You know, um, Dora, you know, Dora has never seen or has anything to do with the bands that yeah, we that's made. True. Like she is sitting, her job is dealing with idiots like you. It is not making the bands. But trademark we, copyright podcast. We have a website. The website actually considerably came together I, last night. I finished a lot of it. Um, I'm not gonna. So I, I guess, what are your honest thoughts? Tell me how either good or bad you think the website is, because I think you've seen it. And I'd like your thoughts because we haven't talked about it a whole lot besides me texting you. Hey, I put all the photos up. Yeah. So the photo, like, oh gosh, I have a mouse that is where my mouse should be, but I only have one USB A, USB C to USB A converter, and my microphone is plugged into it, so my mouse does not work, and I keep trying to use it. Um, the po- or the website, I think, looks really nice. Um, we need. I'm just not sold on the slider. No, the slider like, sucks. The slider I want to rework. I mean, just like, I'm just not sold on the idea of sliders, I guess. I've been building websites for clients recently, and they all want sliders, and there's nothing I can do to talk anyone out of it. But, like, it's just a waste of space. If you want to go to our website, and it's not live by the time we do this podcast, it's tonebands.com slash staging. So yes. there's a little secret for you um, listeners at home. Also, here's a concern that I have. Hmm. Oh, never mind. There's some weird um, caching issue. I just the, oh yeah, the... it, there's a caching issue. If you, I'd notice that too. If you get to, you have to force refresh it. Right. So I refreshed and all the image. I was like, the images aren't there on mobile. I don't know how you even did that. But no, I just needed to refresh it. Yeah, I had that issue as well. Um, so I think the website looks really nice. And on mobile, actually, the slider doesn't take up that much space. It's fine. Um, um, I think that. So another thing I was noticing, let me click around here. here can I, on a, I'm going to bitch you about one thing about the site that I don't yeah. get. Uh, go to the main page uh-huh. and then go down to the three product or the four different product items. Mm-hmm. Tap or click on one. Mm-hmm. The photo that loads on like, there's like a preview, like four photos to the left mm-hmm. and then like a larger photo. The yeah. third one is always the one that loads by default. Hold on. Let me, I have, okay. The third picture down. Yes, it's always the one that loads by default. That is weird. Is that what you're seeing as well? Yep, that's what I got. Let me try. I don't do the other ones have. Yeah, they all have three pictures. Great. Um, yeah, they all have four photos. I oh, did four photos. Right. I, what I did in general is did three of the single band and then one of the whole set mm-hmm. just to show them all together because I figured if someone actually looked at the photos, they would be like, "Oh, there are other colors." You know, I don't know how one person could like find one of the bands, but I thought it wasn't a bad idea. Um, you did. I think you made the right choice in which one you decided to highlight on those. Well, I didn't like, I choose. Think... It just did the third one by general. Okay, I well, I think... I the, didn't realize I th- that till right now, so... Uh, I think don't... that's a good one. It's the one with the watch, like, from the back where you can see the watch, but the... Um, it's like it was on your wrist, but your wrist isn't there. Yes. From the back. And I think that's a good one. I didn't have display. a good, like, 
display for it, but I think this looks okay, at least for now. Mm-hmm. I want to improve the photos incredibly, but um, I want to also a, get something up. Is that a naturally blurred background? Did you do that in post? That is natural through the, the powers of bokeh photography. Oh, yeah. That was, I mean, that's all camera. That's not, I didn't do any actual right. like, post. Right. Does um, it look okay? What do, you, what do you think of the blur? I don't know. Oh, it looks kind of... good. I think it looks really good. I think that those pictures look really good. Um, I really like the first photo for each of them of the band on its side. But mm-hmm. Mike, so Michael Phelps, who not admitted to me, swimmer. not the swimmer, uh, our friend, who admitted he's on episode five or six. He's behind, but he's catching up. He hates that first photo, I think. Why does he hate it? He thought it should be more overhead, so it's at an angle. I guess you would call mm-hmm. it what, like a, a 45 degree onset Even of the Even maybe watch. a little lower, maybe like a 30 degree angle. Yeah, it's a lower angle, but he thought it should be straight on, and I, I took a photo like that. I did not like it at all. I really like the second photo a lot as well. Yeah, those just... those vary a bit more between the colors than I'd like. I wish they would have been more the uniform. Um... I should have I worked on that a little bit more, but that yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I like that photo as well. Anyway, I think it's a good like you know you're not unclear about what you're getting if exactly. you order these, and I think that that's that was kind of good. my thought. There's so, so the thing is is that there's a whole lot of the band that's worth not worthless, but like not worth sh- showcasing. Right, you know what that part of the band yes. looks and like. Yes, and so I think these three. If you had to choose three photos, I think these are three good angles. Um, one thing I don't know who would find this offensive, but under. We don't ever show the latching side, like the part that go, that connects to the watch, in any of our photos. I don't know why that would matter to anybody, but like if someone were like, "Well, is that black or silver?" It doesn't like that good, part is literally you will never see it if when it's on, but it's not. It is black, so we can clarify if somebody, everybody. If somebody but... asks, like that's not pictured. Yeah, I don't know true. if anybody would care about that, but something to consider, I guess. Yeah. And I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know what photo I'd get rid of to show that. It might be something we just take a risk on. Yeah, at I, think at first. We, I think we leave it and go with it. But um, the site's looking ultimately pretty good, actually. I think. Besides, I don't like the. I mean, the, I think the carousel the about page isn't working. Is that true? Sometimes when I, I click maybe on the, didn't upload that actually to the. When I click on the about page, I did do an about page. I might not have uploaded that to the server. Um, the podcast link still doesn't doesn't redirect to the right place um contact but that we're page close. is fine what picture are you going to put on the contact page like maybe a side by sides one of you one of me or no what oh, i don't know oh, what i'm gonna do there sometimes from the contact page the about page works but from the home page the about page does not work You're the correct. about link does not work. i guess i probably didn't hook that up it should be normal. okay um so that's something um i don't think we need any i don't know what kind of photo would go on the contacts page unless it was like us but that could also be on the about page which is not oh let me get back to it again maybe we just put a photo of the bands i don't know we could cut that whole photo too i agree Um, i don't know what photo makes sense there so somewhere that um the about section that seems like reasonable copyright i don't know um and then i feel like we need the front bubble the bubble on the front, or the three boxes, We I don't know. We need something else there. Also, there's that orange thing that we need to get rid of, like that chair with two lines. Yeah, we need to improve both those things. You're right. I mean, I don't know what that is, and I don't really care, but I do. It's just a CSS we need to get, icon. We need yeah. to get rid of that orange. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. 
that's the site was originally had all orange accents and i just did like a find replace in the css with the hex code for the orange and replaced it with the gold we were using um and that knocked out almost all of it two and it was also quick. pretty pretty careless all right first of going. all i'm at i'm at 28 percent. all right second of all i have to go to the bathroom really bad so we're gonna take oh my gosh up. it's the worst i know i gotta hurry it's gonna be a quick a quick one go, i'll go, be right go. back for those listening at home i'm still at 71 percent battery and we've gotten eight new entries to the cube classic since the show started let's start that import they have been imported excellent oh some person just entered with one name that i can't pronounce g-a-i-a gia gaia okay i'm back had a real interesting conversation with our uh, all of our live listeners. Ooh, I can't wait to listen <laughs> to that one in post. Um, so where? Oh yeah, website. So website. I'd say we're about ninety percent done. Ninety. Yeah. Eighty. It's it's one one. I just feel like we just need to make some decisions and go with it. But it looks. We just good. need to get out there. We can always improve it after it's out. Right. So, I, I think- like it. For the most yeah, part. I like it too. I, it just works. It is. It gets done what we need. It's to that header done. on the desktop. I don't like the, the the carousel. Yeah, it's enormous. So that's done. So we're done there, and that's that's basically our update, right? I mean, we've gotten. If we're I close. click on this, these things are not. The buttons are not connected to the respective Shopify pages yet. Is that true? No, that's not true. That, that is true. That is true. I've not done that yet. Um, there's but also that won't be hard. a bunch of um social media links that we can get rid of. Which are not connected. There's also a bunch of payment methods at the bottom, which I'm not that don't exist. sure we. I'm not sure we support all of them. <laughs> I presume we support Visa and Discover or Mastercard, two of those three, and mm-hmm. I presume Shopify does American Express, but I can't. Yeah. I need to verify those and then remove those. I mean, I think ultimately um, we're probably a good. I think by the end of this weekend, I should have it about done. Uh, we also probably want to get the lorem ipsum reviews out of our each item yeah i think i'm just gonna drop those in general because i don't think we don't we're not gonna we can put like we can have a reviews page just like in general if someone like writes us something really nice about our bands yeah and also like are people really gonna trust the reviews we just randomly place on our website like right especially like right no we i mean let's be honest we don't have any reviews and we shouldn't have any reviews yeah no one's gonna trust those i think if we go to amazon or something at some point maybe we link like amazon reviews but Right. There's no objectivity here, so I feel like we can throw them, but it's just it's just rubbish. It's just like not it's garbage. There's nothing there of value. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I think this website looks great. So then we're selling. So I would say our target. So presumably, either I will mail you a bunch of stuff next week, or well, so I am actually out of town. I'll be in uh, Los Angeles next week. I'm going to oh man! The, I'm going to uh, the se- both semifinals and the finals game of the World Baseball Classic with um, a childhood friend. Wow, that's a. We'll talk about that one offline because that's an interesting decision. So my battery is at eight percent, so this won't get edited tonight. But I'll probably get this done tomorrow, or I have to have a meeting tomorrow at six. All right, cool. All right, cool. I'll talk to you later. All right, peace. Peace. <laughs>